This week on The Inches, I chat with Trinity Gibbons, Assistant Athletic Director of Sales and Marketing at Portland State University for, you guessed it, yet another stadium opening. We do it live from the stadium. Do not miss out on this. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Inches podcast that looks at sports sponsorship, technology, and how technology is shifting the marketing and sponsorship arena within the sports industry. I'm your co-host, Nick Lawson, co-founder of a company called Squad Sports, where we help turn your scoreboard, your mobile app, uh, into sponsorship assets, list-building machines, and things that really engage fans digitally. This week, uh, we took a week off. It was 4th of July. Some things got a little crazy, but luckily before all the craziness, I was able to sit down in the brand new arena over at Portland State that's been in the works for years and years and years uh, with Trinity Gibbons. Great, great um, you know, friend and, and connection uh, within the city uh, just because we're based out of Portland. Um, and you know, she was you know, good enough to bring us by, give us a tour. Uh, and then we recorded right there in the stadium. What I love about this talk is just how she takes you through kind of that process of opening the new stadium, looking at sponsors, opening those assets, kind of how we saw with Audi Field um, and in, in DC United on a past episode. Um, but what I really love about this is a smaller college, um, you know, not this huge, huge, huge opening, but the value that they were able to pack into that arena uh, was amazing uh, on that side mixed with you know with a new scoreboard uh, especially with how we do work um, we love seeing new scoreboards that is a tangible asset that you can really engage fans with uh, it's amazing how that tiny piece of technology can really just open up your entire experience for sponsors for fans um, you know for for anybody coming in to the arena so we were so blessed to have Trinity come on uh, you know a, a fellow Northwest Conference Athlete um, Division 3, so that was great to get together with her. Uh, we'll definitely be doing a follow-up episode after basketball season, but really love the in-depth and the time that she gave us. So make sure you guys listen all the way through. A ton of value here. If you're in Portland, I, I say this in the episode of recording, but you got to go check it out. It's really um, one of the more cozy yet um, what looks like will be one of the most engaging um, and, you know, allow the crowd noise to really get into it um, with such a, a smaller stadium. So really excited to go catch some basketball games there. If you are in Portland, make sure you go catch some games on that side. But without further ado, here's Trinity Gibbons on the Inches podcast. And we're live here for another episode of the Inches uh, on site at PSU at the brand new Vikings Pavilion. I'm here with Trinity Gibbons, uh, Assistant Director uh, assistant Athletic Director of Sales and Marketing for PSU, uh, and we're actually in their brand new pavilion. Just got a tour. It's amazing. Trinity, thanks so much for joining us and being with us here today. Yeah, thanks, Nick. We're excited about it. Um, love to have people down and show off our new toys. Definitely. If you're anywhere in the Portland area at all, come by, check it out. It's amazing. Um, and we were just talking about this. Obviously, I didn't think it would be under expectations, but it's it's over what I thought is a great intimate space on that side. And and Trinity and I actually were athletes uh, in the Northwest Conference. Yeah. Um, I'm a Willamette. You are PLU. Correct. PLU athlete Loose. basketball. Basketball, um, yeah. So a little bit of rivalry there, but uh, we, we 
make it work in the sports tech world. Um, but yeah, I'd love to get your background, sure. how you got here, what was that journey, and, and how you got to PSU and on this project. Absolutely. So, uh, like Nick said, I was a four-year basketball player at Pacific Lutheran University up in Tacoma. Born and raised down the Roseburg area, so um, been in the Northwest, uh, you know, growing up, and got recruited to go play basketball up there. First-generation college student, so had an incredible experience, uh, both athletically and academically. There's a professor I kind of attribute my career to. Her name is Dr. Colleen Hacker. Um, she's a sports psychologist for everybody's U.S. women's soccer, U.S. women's hockey, and um, took a class from her, and she kind of exposed me to the fact that you can make a career in sports and athletics. So took my first internship with um, the Women's Basketball Coaches Association down in Atlanta, Georgia. was down there um, in a role working for Betty James. It's another one. I think the, the mentorship and a lot of the women that helped me along the way, I'll try to give shout-outs to them um, throughout this, but worked for Betty Jane's in her internship program for a year, um, planning the convention at the Women's Final Four. That was in 2010 in San Antonio. Uh, got exposed to Texas, and through my connections um, there at the WBCA with Shannon Reynolds and Beth Bass, they connected me with Chris Polanski, the AD at Texas. Mm-hmm hooked me up with uh, a graduate student assistantship job in marketing there at Texas. So I was there, did my grad program for two years, and then was there an additional two to three years working full-time in marketing there down in Austin. Loved it, wanted to get back out to the Pacific Northwest, so just was hustling. And then this job opened up, um, was hired by Mark Roundtree here when during his time here. So I've been at PSU now for three years, um, growing our team and opening this building and just sort of, you know, taking those skills I learned along the way from those mentors and kind of applying them here at Portland State. Yeah. No, it's the reason why I bring up the journey is I was just chatting with somebody about this last night at a T2 event who wanted to get into sports. It seems like you got to move. You got to be flexible you got to go to places to be able to grow and learn. Uh, and there's always mentors along the way. Uh, and if you, it's kind of like, if you don't realize that in sports, um, you get into it and you're like, oh man, I might have to go out to Texas or yeah. go to Atlanta to kind of learn that. So that's amazing. Absolutely. I think those are the two things when I talk to young people and working in college athletics, that's one of my favorite things I get to do is be around a lot of young people is relationships are everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very small world in our business and you start realizing, you know, people move, take different jobs, they know people you know, so never burn a bridge, but also build relationships as much as you can, because I think pretty much every job I've gotten has been based on a referral, you know, Um, so yeah, and I think also being flexible, and not only realizing that, you know, sometimes it takes a while, so keeping your eyes open, getting your foot in the door, um, and making sure that you use your network and ask for help and say what you want to do, you know. Uh, Once you start putting it out there, that's when it comes back around. So uh, I always encourage people to to reach out, ask for help, build your relationships, and be as flexible as possible. Definitely, definitely. Now, we had another guest on the program, and I'm blanking on who it was, but they said there's there's two best things in sports for your career. You win a championship with a team or you open a new building. Um, This new building's amazing. What was that process uh, I'm sure a very, very long process, but 
kind of take through the steps? What, yeah. what does that take? Where do you start? Where do you get going from there? Sure. I mean, I talked about that with my staff, actually. We had a little huddle up before our grand opening event. And I, you know, we're a young staff, a lot of people in their 20s and 30s. And I said, look, this is a career achievement. Mm-hmm. You might not get to do this ever again mm-hmm. um, in, our, in your career to open a building. So it's an incredible accomplishment. It started long before I got here. Um, have to shout, shout out Peter Stott. I think he's, you know, this is the Peter W. Stott Center, first and foremost. And I think he kind of led the charge from the development side, getting the city on board, um, getting the state on board, getting the university on board and the donors on board to say, hey, this is something that's absolutely necessary uh, for Portland State University, not just Portland State Athletics. So I think he was the champion. And then along the way, all the donors and, um, you know, legislators that, that moved this forward I think three ADs here. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got here three years ago, it was essentially we were one year out from groundbreaking. So we broke ground in April, I think, of 2016. Mm-hmm. And here we are two years later. Um, and it's a long journey. I'll tell you, talk about flexibility. Mm-hmm. You know, we tripled up into offices. We all had to move out of this building. We were across the street for a year with no air conditioning and three to an office. <laughs> I think some of our head coaches didn't even have offices. Nope. We played all of our volleyball, men's, women's, basketball games off-site for mm-hmm. an entire year. Um, so to be on the other side of it, just from just those growing pains of the physical building of a building, and I should say rebuilding, you know, mm-hmm. this is a, it's a for the most part, of remodels on the, the existing structure where the Peter Stott Center has been. So uh, the relocation, playing games off-site, um, and then just construction projects are crazy. And it, it's it's molded and changed along the way, but we're here. It's open. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's, like you said, above and beyond even, I think, our expectation or our dreams of what it could be. Um, so we're really proud to kind of finally being here and working and thinking about playing games in here and watching our kids practice on the floor. So, I mean, it's, it was a incredible community effort, um, on our campus with our donors, um, with our state and our city. Mm -hmm. Obviously a building like this builds a lot of buzz, definitely for ticketing, um, in, in all that, but from a sponsorship standpoint, how does a new building kind of change those conversations? And and obviously you need some building sponsors. You need, a lot of things to kind of come together to really make it work. Yeah, I mean, I think our partnership conversation has evolved immensely. Uh, the gym that we played in before, I mean, we play off-site for football, and then we played in a gym that was uh, probably something we didn't want to write home about all the time. Uh, so just generally our conversations have changed. You know, this building is a game-changer for the institution, and I think that the partners we bring in here and tour around – can kind of see that vision now. Um, not only are we going to be hosting women's and men's basketball games and volleyball games, but we've hosted commencements. Uh, Tech Fest Northwest was in here. So I think generally exposure um, for our partners has, it's this building's revolutionized that. So often in the past, some of our sponsorship deals were almost more um, sort of philanthropically driven, you know, people that wanted to help us out. And we really think the conversation has changed where we can drive business and really be good partners from for our sponsors, um, just from an exposure standpoint. So with the partner with the conversations we're having now, it's a lot more about what we can do for them instead of what they can do for us. And that's just exciting because that's how these should be, you know. And 
the folks that we're targeting and the conversations we have, it, it's all about being finding those br- those brands that are Portland brands mm-hmm. and that are share values with us and that are trying to reach Portlanders because we think we we anticipate between two and three hundred thousand people walking through this building in a year, and they come from all across the city, and we know that for our partners that are looking for opportunities to, for exposure to Portlanders that they'll be able to get that now here at the Viking Pavilion. Yep. Now, you know, and I talk with some of the teams we work with all the time, Portland's a very sports-heavy city. And mm-hmm. Timbers, T2, Thorns, Winterhawks, uh, Hops, Portland Pickles, uh, obviously the Blazers. Um, you know, you guys are one of the main colleges in the city and definitely downtown. How do you guys kind of fit into that ecosystem? Sure. And, and what do you guys kind of differentiate yourself from those other teams? Yeah, I mean, one, being downtown, I think particularly in, you know, for college basketball, we love our friends across the river and great mentors over there too. Um, but, you know, we want to be Portland's team and we're, we're not shy to say that. And I think being downtown and our venue sitting here in the park blocks is uh, an advantage for us. Mm-hmm. It's, we're still a niche product. You know, we, our former AD, we would always talk about, we want to be like craft brew. Mm-hmm. You know, when we, uh, we, we know we can't go head-to-head with the Blazers. We're not the same product as they are. But if you're looking for a college basketball niche experience, kind of like a the, the craft brew mm-hmm. type of um, experience, that's who we want to be. We want to be um, something different, enjoyable, very Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I mean, being downtown is – there's a stat I keep throwing around in my stuff. There's 18,000 units within one square mile of our building. Mm-hmm. So the – the barrier to to those folks is very small. They yep. can walk down here and catch a game. Um, I think that's that's something that's different about us. Um, but we've got our work to do. You know, we we have our work to do for sure in putting a quality product out on the court that that rivals those other folks that you mentioned, and mm. that is a Division One experience. And we want to make sure when people come down that come down here and catch a game that they they really have that first-class Division One experience, and I think our building's going to help us get there. Yep. Our teams are great. I mean, if you followed us last year, both volleyball, women's basketball, and men's basketball all had, you know, top three or four years, you mm-hmm. know, or top three or four rankings this year. Um, 20 wins on the men's basketball side, almost 20 wins in volleyball, 19 wins in women's basketball. So that product's there, great coaches across the board. So I think now with the building and our new video boards and um, – being downtown, the experience will be great. Mm-hmm. Now, you just mentioned the video board, and I was going to go, my next thing, kind of technology in this building. Anytime there's a new building, uh, there's new places where you can uh, implement tech. Um, how are you guys thinking about that? Um, how are you guys using that to really enhance the game experience sure. for both fans, sponsors, everybody? Yeah, I mean, we didn't have a, well, we had a video board before. It was hand-me-down. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we have now is, I mean, this is top-of-the-line technology. We have two. Um, so I think that fan experience conversation is evolving. It's something we talk about every day in our office. Um, but, I mean, it's probably even over our head a little bit about how much we could do. Mm-hmm. So right now we're talking about staffing. What's that team going to look like that produces our shows? We obviously have our live stream um, TV show, but what's our in-venue show going to look like? Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be above and beyond anything we do. There's 64 relays that control the lights. So basically 64 switches that control the LED lights that we have in this arena. And they turn colors. And 
I mean, so we have a learning curve a little bit mm. because I think the technology that was placed in this building um, is so far above and beyond yep. what we had before. So we're learning along the way. We're learning fast, but um, I'm thankful that we opened in April and we have don't host our first games until August, so we get a lot of time to play with the new toys yep. and have a great staff that works with me and for me, so I'm confident that we can put on a good show and also the exposure for our sponsors. Um, we'll be able to do graphics and different activations for them that just we weren't able to do before. So it's very exciting on that front, just from what we can do. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And then, you know, because this is the college game and we chatted about it and us being both athletes, this is a huge piece to recruitment, which, you know, it's in the college game. That is almost the game sure. is let's get good recruits in here. Um, show them that they're going to be a great experience. How has that kind of played into building um, and, and giving your coaches and the athletic staff the ability to, to show this off and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I've said it before, and we've said it a lot in the last year, but it's a game changer. Um, I don't want to say we were embarrassed about our facility before, but it wasn't something that was, you know, um, kind of a show-off moment mm -hmm. on our recruiting visits was to come see the gym. You know, oftentimes it was almost the opposite. I think, particularly in our conference, we talk a lot about uh, how great our institution is, mm -hmm. how great it is to live and work and play in downtown Portland. I think those are our key differentiators. And then now you put the building on top of it, when you're sitting right here where we are and having that conversation, it, it matches. Mm -hmm. um, the expectation and the delivery really matches. And so when I look out across that court, and I go down there with Coach Perry sometimes and just dream about what our games are going to be like, uh, and I think when you bring a recruit through here now, they can do that same thing. Yeah. They can go out, um, stand at center court, and imagine themselves playing here mm -hmm. and being proud about that. Not only from the recruiting. That's that's huge, and I know our coaches are just floored by that and by this building, but also you know, from an alumni standpoint, we've had a lot of former players and student athletes come through, bring their kids through, mm -hmm. and, and they're excited. It's a sense of pride. Yeah. Former season ticket holders, people, we have folks that, you know, uh, went to Portland State in the 70s are still season ticket holders here and even for them I mean it feels like just a big source of pride to be able to stand in this building and be a Viking and what it means now to have this have this space and what it represents for our, our department for our university we're feeling it across recruiting obviously ticketing um, but also just from our alums and engagement from the institution it's just people are excited yep it's it's really cool it matches uh kind of the experience we want our kids to have. So um, I just can't say enough about how much of a game changer the building is. Yeah. No, I, I'm a little am in alum, and I'm excited. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm excited to come to a game and see all that. Um, I guess, you know, you guys have just gone through this big process. We chatted a little bit about, you know, just, you know, getting branding up and things like that. But what's the next big push? What's, you know, obviously first season in this building will be a fun ride. Mm -hmm. um, but kind of what's the next step for you guys here with the athletic department? Yeah, and particularly on my team. I mean, there's no secret from an athletic department standpoint, getting our teams to win Big Sky Championships is the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. At our level, we're going to get one bid in our conference. So you got to win the big sky yeah. so that's never going to change that's who we are that's what we're trying to do um, from a department standpoint is win big sky championships <laughs> that and i have to shout out to graduations this saturday that's also what we're here to do is educate yep. young people and i think we have over 50 students graduating this saturday so it's a, nice. it's a big day and a big week yep. uh, for our department because um, that's kind of one two and then but for my team on the external side it's engaging the community 
uh, getting kids and families and our students and folks that live in the park blocks out to come see the building. Uh, like you, we talked about before, signing a few more key sponsors. That's going to be a big summer push. And now that we can bring folks down and show off um, the space, we're working on that. So, And then ticket sales. I mean, it's it's already started. Season tickets are on sale now. People can give me a call. We can have them down here and pick seats. So I think from now, you know, particularly starting July 5th, that's when our, our big marketing push go out from our side, is getting season tickets uh, locked in and signing those sponsors and just getting ready for the fall. I mean, summer break is basically over for us as a marketing team <laughs> starting, you know, right after the 4th of July. That's when we, all of our activations and promotions start yeah. going. So a lot to do. I mean, we're growing all the time. Our, our fan base is growing. So we're just keeping feeding the, you know, yep. feeding the, this, the, this revenue streams as much as we can. To, to grow this thing into a product that, you know, can, can drive engagement with our university, really. Definitely. Definitely. And thanks so much, Trinity. Really appreciate the insights. Where can people go to, you know, check out if they're in the Portland area, get some tickets, where, where's sure. the best way to reach out? Uh, go to our website, govikes.com slash tickets. All the information's there. Um, my information's there, too. Call me personally. I'd love to have anybody down that wants to come see it. I'll give them a personal tour and talk about what we're doing down here on the park blocks but yeah check out gobikes.com slash tickets for all the information awesome yes and if you're in portland get down here uh again i didn't want to undervalue it but when i got here it's amazing so definitely definitely come check this out that's it for this episode of the interest trinity thanks so much thanks, for all the insights and uh we'll get this going again what a great episode what an in-depth look on that side, what was amazing is just the pride that a building can bring. Um, obviously, sponsorship uh, in new assets and things, but the ability to kind of take the art blocks uh, that the that the stadium is in um, and be able to revitalize it, be able to have alumni, you know, be able to be proud to bring their kids by and in, in, into that that piece can really ignite and spark, especially with PSU being in a very Oregon Oregon State dominated. Uh, type of college atmosphere so really excited for that again we might even just do some live content from a basketball game i really want you guys to see how cozy it is uh, so we might do some snapchat spectacles uh, recording so you all can see that but really great job by trinity all the people involved at psu um, and really excited to see that thing really come to life um, with this upcoming season on that side that does it for another week of the inches. We have some great guests lined up coming up, so really excited to jump into that side. Um, but in the meantime, keep sharing this, keep pushing this forward. Again, the goal here is to get a bunch of verbal, um, you know, uh, sets of stories so that we have all of this content. Um, so that next time you're opening a stadium or thinking about that, next time you're looking into CRM. Uh, you can pull up an episode, be able to hear these things. Next time you're thinking about social video, uh, being able to put that in. That's the goal of the inches. That is why we put it on uh, for all of us to really push sports sponsorship and technology forward on that side as well. That does it for this week of the inches. This is your co-host again, Nick Lawson with Squad Sports, reminding you to keep pushing those limits within sports sponsorship in the industry. 
Hey everybody, Nick Lawson here again from Squad Sports. Thanks so much for listening to the Inches Podcast. I just wanted to do a quick plug for Squad Sports. Many of you may be wondering what Squad does, how we engage, how we uh, help really push forward um, and push those limits within sponsorship. It's real simple. Uh, We believe that uh, the modern fan has changed drastically to where if you want to grab their attention, you have to grab it through the phone and breaks in your game. So what we do is we help turn your scoreboard into a list-building, attention-grabbing, sponsorship asset machine with digital activations like scratchers, scoreboard trivia, scoreboard race games to really grab that attention, really pull them in. Uh, Fans, at the same time, they're logging in um, to the application that allows you to build their list, your list, and capture those fan insights so you can retarget them. Sponsors have really, really loved the additional assets, uh, especially as it lines up within stadium signage. And a lot of our partners have been able to uh, push this into the packaging for major, major dollars, over 100K uh, for some of them uh, with some of these assets. So if you're looking for digital assets, if you have sponsors coming in and saying, hey, you know, I'm looking for more digital, my goal is to help you sell more sponsorship, to engage your fans at the same time, help you build your list so you can go and sell out those arenas. For more information on that, go check out our website, www.squadhq.com. That's S-Q-W-A-D-H-Q.com. Go check out some of our stuff um, and definitely look out for some more content coming through on social retargeting and how you can really use that data for sponsorship as well as for ticketing. Uh, to really make an impact for your team. Appreciate you guys listening to the inches as always. uh, And remember, keep pushing those limits in sports sponsorship.